Well, my place is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Troy Korsgarden. Troy, you're ready to do this. Ready to rock, George. All right, let's go. Troy is a sought-after insurance and financial services consultant. He's a speaker, the author of seven books. He's working to help the industry and representatives wake up to the radical transformation that is taking place. Troy, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Wow, man, I could talk all day about that. So uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here with you and your audience. Um, I'm from a town called Visalia, California. It's in Central California. Agricultural area, if you've heard of sun-made raisins, we're 15 minutes from there. Sun-kissed growers, diamond walnut growers. I mean, just a little bit of everything. Uh, great community right at the foothills of the, the giant sequoias. So we're two hours away from Yosemite, the giant sequoias, two hours away from... Uh, the Central Coast, Morro Bay, three hours from LA, four hours from San Francisco, so dead center. My family is here. Uh, I've got uh, three children, uh, a couple of uh, stepkids that uh, live out in Mississippi, but uh, my kids are 36, 36, 35, and 15. Uh, my wife and I reside here and love it here, but we do a lot of traveling and uh my purpose is uh, my family. My purpose is uh, just as you stated, as you uh, opened up here. So I'll tell you a little bit more as we get going. I love it. You bet. So I am uh, old enough to remember the California raisins, Troy. Are they still hanging around Visalia? <laughs> they are. They're, they're not. They're, they don't use that as their marketing pitch anymore, but they're there. They're there. Yeah. They're, they're in Selma, which is 15 minutes away. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> When you were when you were a teenager, Troy, did you think one day I'm going to grow up and and change the financial services industry? Is that is that is that what you thought was going to happen? You're already scoring points with me. I thought I would be a rock star. I uh, I write music and I play the guitar and the piano. Not that good. Otherwise, <laughs> I would be on a different podcast today with the Rolling Stones or whatever. But um, now I thought I'd be a rock star and uh, quickly found out after I went down to L.A. I wasn't going to make it. There were a lot of people with more talent than me. And I lucked out and I got into the insurance and financial services industry. And it's just been a great ride ever since. And so talking about this transformation that is taking place, radical transformation, yeah. tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I started in 1983 as a practitioner. I started right here in my town. I liked a kid that I got a big old book of business when I first started called The Phone Book. <laughs> And so I scratched out an agency for those that have read my books and know my story. Wasn't all perfect, but I've had a great ride in the business. And uh, so I just I, I really still relate to the practitioners, although I work with carriers at a very high level. I work in distribution, marketing, technology, all the things that support the care and feeding of the advisor, whether they're an independent, whether they're exclusive tied like I started out whether they're in a call center, we work with a lot of call center people too. You know, it's just really just, uh, it's just been a great industry to be in. I, I can't wait to tell you more about it. So what what is happening, this transformation? Has it been a slow moving one? Is it hastened? Yeah, it's hastened. Uh, I will tell you that when I started in 1983, it really was, uh, it was slow. I mean, it just as slow as molasses. And there's still parts of the industry that are. 
but uh, I think right now we've really hit the inflection point where it's just really taken off and it's daily the changes. And there's a lot of challenges, but the technology has sped things up. The companies used to tell us when to buy, what to buy, how to buy. And now the customer has the keys to the kingdom. They say when and what and how they want to buy because they're emboldened by the Amazon effect, uh, by the Internet of Things, whether it's Facebook, uh, whether it's, you know, holograms in the future, man. People are just like they're looking for the next best thing and they want it now and they want it their way. So I, you know, daily, literally all day long, I've been having conversations with carrier leaders and all the things that they've got to do to keep up with the pace of change, to meet the customer where they want to be met and to connect with the customer the way they want to connect. And how do carriers receive that? So, you know, I'm, I'm reading into your question a little bit because we go back to the past. They didn't receive it very well at all. <laughs> Uh, today, uh, they know that they have to change. And the, as, as you alluded, it's it's moving so fast. So the conversations are just nonstop every day because it's it's not just money, technology and speed. There's a money component to it, but it's really a capacity, a time issue for carriers. So they're way more open because you can get money back if you make a mistake. You can't get your time back, right? And so if you're a market leader, you want to maintain that market uh, and then you want to improve it, right? The, the whole idea is to grow. And to grow, you've got to do what you do really well, but you got to stand up new capabilities. So I would say, to answer your question, in the past, very slow, started speeding up a couple of years ago, and now it's at a fever pitch. I mean, they all know it's a nuclear arms race to get to the future as fast as possible. It's it's, it's fascinating. Uh, so when we're talking about carriers, are we talking about are we talking about life insurance companies? What 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 are we talking about? So all of the above, when you look at insurance and financial services. So for me, if you had to boil it down and say, Troy, what's your practice? My practice pre predominantly has been multi-line carriers. And when we say multi-line, we're talking about property and casualty, and we're talking about financial services. But really, we're all in multi-line. Whether you sell Multi, uh, uh, property and casualty doesn't matter. You might not have a solution, something to provide them, but you got to know how to talk about it. You might be in property and casualty and not sell financial services. I've got big carriers that don't offer the financial services. Most do, by the way. But for the ones who don't, they still have to have their advisors understand what's in the best interest for the consumer, for the customer, the client. So for that reason, I appeal as a consultant because of my background and, and the people that I work with, it's it's life and financial services and it's property casualty or it's shops that do everything. And I think as we carry on with the conversation, I'll connect a dot there that'll start to make sense to your listeners. So when when you sit down with, with, with these carriers, mm -hmm. what... How do we start the conversation? Is it let's figure out what what the customer avatar is and 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 how they're looking to consume, or what? Walk me through that. 
That's a piece of it. So look, it's like any business, the advisors that are listening, right? You, you've got a client or a customer that has lots of needs, but it's prioritization, right? I need more life insurance. I need that now. It's, it's we, we need to do some planning, but today I've got a need. I just bought a business and there's a building and there's a mortgage on that building, or we just formed a new business and we need buy, sell. What, whatever the issue is right now, we got to take care of it. But we can't just be transactional. And in the past, life insurance companies, financial services companies, multi-line carriers that offer it all, really were transactional the last 10 years. Here's your coverage. Here's your price. Do you want it? And it wasn't built as a long-term relationship the way it should have been. It's really what does the customer want, need, and have every right to expect. And some of it, we sell something and we make money. Some of it, we don't ever. And 10 years ago, it was the same. It's just that people always looked at the transaction advisors and said, oh, I'm going to make a commission here and this is what I'm going to work on. You really got to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You got to be able to fill their needs with solutions that you provide. And then also really flip the model upside down from what it's been, transactions, and flip it to, I want to give you great service, I want to give you great advice, and then I want to earn the right to offer you a product solution, a financial services product, a life product, a, a home, a business policy, whatever it is. But up until now, everybody's been trying to get the transaction first and then give them great service and then give them great advice. You just out of the shoot, you got to flip it around because people, they'll do business with you because they know and trust you, but they want you to serve them first. They, they, they don't want you selling them something first. They want a discussion partner. They don't want a salesperson and a discussion partner doesn't sell you. They don't tell you. They just give you great service, give you great advice. And then you make the decision that's best for you and your family or your business. That's the model for the future. So carriers now have to retool their cultures. And, and so that might be the starting point. The starting point might be product specific. The starting point with a carrier with us could be their systems and their processes, all the workflows with, with the customer and all the onboarding of the customer. But, you know, not all the time does a, a carrier come and go, hey, we need you to look at the whole thing. It's generally, I'm looking at the whole thing, but I'm solving what their, their need is right now while we're looking at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture, man, it's, it's long-term. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, I have to imagine that when you're going into these massive companies that have been doing business with massive yeah. amounts of people yeah. for a massive number of years, it's like it's turning a battleship. That's right. That's right. But it can well, be I, done. It can be done. It's just, it's really the leadership's focus and what they want to do today and in the future. And innovate or go extinct. You're, you're 100% right. And it's not the flavor of the month, uh, you know, innovation. It's, it's really got to be thought out. And, you know, ideas, as they say, and I didn't coin this, ideas are a dime a dozen. You know, if you want to be truly successful, it's all about execution. So if you're a listener and you're a practitioner and you're in a local community and it's you and one other person or you and five people or you and 50 people, it doesn't matter. 
it's all about execution. So, you know, you just need to learn that skill of getting the right idea and then executing it and refining it, continuous improvement all the time. And I tell you, this is the best time to be in our business, whether you're an advisor, whether you're working for an advisor, whether you're a leader, a manager, a field leader, or whether you're an executive that has a $20, $30 billion company. I can't think of a better time to be in our business, even though there's a lot of disruption. I love the term you use, discussion partner. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine you didn't come upon that, those two words, easily or lightly. So why discussion, why partner? Yeah, so I wrote a book a couple years ago, and when I wrote it, it was the precursor to uh, a book I wrote called Inflection Point. And so the people that uh, I depend on to give me advice said, look, you can't release Inflection Point without really prepping people, prep the patient. And so I believe there's four segments of customers when you deal with them. Uh, and I've done a lot of research on it. I've done a lot of work. I've been in the business since 1983, so I've seen a lot. My good fortune is that I've been behind the curtain to get to see all the new stuff that all the carriers are doing. Whether I'm deeply integrated with them or not, I get to see everything. And so I formed a point of view on a lot of different things, but nothing more than the customer. I believe the customer is the apex. It's everything. You know, if you're thinking about the commission before you're thinking about the customer, you're not going to be a long-term success. You're, you're going to hit a brick wall and not be able to move forward. So those four segments, discussion partner, it's the fastest growing today. It's, it's, it's not the biggest, but it's the fastest growing, and it will be the biggest, and I'll explain why here in a second. The relationship customer is the one that most of our listeners that are listening to us grew up on, whether you've been in the business as long as me, 10 years, 15 years. People buy from people they know and trust, and they'll pay more to be with you. Uh, you just got to give them enough reasons. And, and so there's a big swath of customers in property and casualty and financial advisors, there's a big swath of them. They, they grew up with you. They went to high school with you. They went to college with you. They were in club with you. Uh, they go to worship with you, wherever you worship. Uh, your kids play sports with them. And they just, they like you and they, they trust you to give them some good advice because it's all confusing. So it's the biggest, but it will always be a big group of people we do business with, but discussion partner will overtake it. And I'll connect that dot. The third group is really the kids of the relationships. And in the old days, when I first started, they'd say, my daddy was with Troy, his daddy was with Troy, and his daddy's daddy was with Troy. Okay, And, and they just were, were creatures of habit. But the insurance industry, both financial services, property casualty, really lost sight of something really important. They didn't see that the kids just quit com coming over. It just it happened over a period of time. It didn't happen overnight. But a lot of it had to do with the Internet because kids are not as brand loyal uh, as we were when we grew up. And they want to know. And that's a good thing. They want to know. And so they use the Internet for information, not not just to buy, but to inform them, to educate them. Hence, a lot of these children of relationships can fit into discussion partner. It's not their college education. It's just they're, they're thinkers. And so they go, I'm not going to just do it because somebody else did. 
And so you got to get to that group before they get the money, the job, the opportunity. You got to really form a relationship with those folks. The fourth group of price shoppers, and they're just transactional. There's a place for transactions. All carriers have a transactional component, right? Because there's some people believe just in customer self-service. They don't want to talk to anybody. They're a hermit. You know, that's okay. But if all they want is price, if you live by price, you'll die by price. We all know that's true. And if it's true, you've really got to look at group number four and go, I want some of them. I just don't want all of them. And that I could get into reasons for that. But go back to the discussion partner piece. My book, Discussion Partner, now sells more than it did two years ago because the marketplace came to it. So, so it wasn't where the puck was, as they say, it's where the puck was going. And so now it's there. And so now inflection point really makes sense to people because they're going, hey, I can't keep doing it the same way. I got, I've got to create a new model and I got to use different language, right? Language is important. And I've got to present a different way. And, and so I'm not going to have technology replace me, but I got to be an expert on it so I can give the customer when, where, how they want in that ecosystem they want to do business and not the one I'm selling. That makes all the sense in the world. Um, and when, when, when you're in boardrooms and you see people nod their head and then all of a sudden they kind of stop, do you realize or what, 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 what kind of goes through your head? So if you're referring to somebody going, ah, I don't want to do that, it, then that's one answer. There's another one, which is just, man, I mean, there's so much going on. In property and casualty is an example. There's rate action, right? There's a lot of issues going on because of inflation, because of, um, you know, lots of different things that are happening with weather and things like that. And it's a perfect storm. And so they're just trying to deal with that. How do we deal with inflation, keep all our customers? You go to life and financial services, we've got economic problems in this world. And so that's a risk when you're you're looking at your customer base. And, and so all these are issues. So what I found is I'm a real gnat, okay? They're, they're big firms that come in. I'm, I'm just a boutique firm. And so not everybody's gonna wanna do my ideas, but I will tell you this, they all will start focusing more on the customer and not just using it as a slogan. And so they may stop and, and they're not nodding their heads anymore. Usually when they stop nodding their head, it's like, okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to fit this in? Because it's an idea whose time is here, but how are we going to execute it? And that's, that's really where I come in is I understand your audience. We need to help the people that are helping the customer to understand the why and how to understand how they can execute. Because I got to tell you, a lot of people said the agent would be dead. They said that the advisor would be dead. They said that people will be doing things, you know, just through technology. Look, artificial intelligence is going to really make a lot of things obsolete. A lot of things. Not the relationship, man. You know, people still want somebody to hold their hand through the maze of madness. And people want to know where to go. So, one of the reasons they keep nodding their head with me is I understand the agent. I've been one. I talk to them every day, even people that don't pay me. 
I, I talk to them because I want to know. And then I can have a point of view that helps to communicate the why. And if we can do that, everybody listening here could double the size of their book of business, whatever it is, in less than 18 months. Everyone listening here. But it's, do you have the right plan? Do you have the right model? And then do you have the execution strategy to keep it, do the right things, have the right activities, have the right follow-up, have all the fundamentals in place, and then whatever your goals are, double them. It's just even right now with all this disruption in the world, every time I look back at my personal production growth, it was always when things were the most screwed up, all the mm -hmm. disruption. I can point to it. I can prove it analytically to you. I love it. Well, Troy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, so Discussion Partners, the book, this is something that that everybody can benefit from. If I'm building a clientele, if I'm a carrier, there's something in it for me. Without a doubt. And you can reach us at coursegarden.com. Look, as the great Jim Rohn used to say, the book you don't read can't help you. If you don't have time to read, they're an audio book. You can get at them. But look at, I mean, there's a lot of great books out there. I'm an avid reader, but I would read Discussion Partner. You can read it in a night. I write them so you can digest them and start to execute. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you in general and tell us again where they can get their copies of Discussion Partners as well as Inflection Points and the other five books that you have been so gracious to uh, to create? You bet. Coursegarden.com. Uh, the third book, I'd say, because you mentioned the two biggies or the biggies. I just released a book called Net Gain Growth. It just came out. And it's it's more how to execute. It's It's the language to use. Uh, and even for the folks that just sell financial services and life insurance, it's all applicable. Uh, so anyway, coursegarden.com, and then you can reach me personally. I'm going to give you uh, my private email address if any any of your listeners want to get a hold of me. It's troy at coursegarden.com, troy at coursegarden.com. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Troy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to coresgaden.com. That's K-O-R-S-G-A-D-E-N.com. Shoot Troy a message, Troy at coresgaden.com. Pick up your copies of his newest, Net Gain Growth, as well as Discussion Partners and Inflection Point. And stay ahead of that transformation, because otherwise, Troy... It will run right over you or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you hit it. Thanks, George. I appreciate it. Thank you again. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.